go ahead and, and just make things happen. You're able to make things happen very comfortably. You're never forcing anything. You're just playing with ultimate confidence. But can that just drive you crazy? Because if you're able to do it uh, for one round and two rounds, and then all of a sudden on a third round for a golfer, it goes some, you know, the game just kind of goes away. It's the same fairway. It's the same hole. Yeah, maybe the pin placement is a little bit different. But can that just really eat you up? Oh, sure. You know, that's just the nature of the game, you know. Uh, your feel changes each day. I don't know why mine did. I don't know about the other guys that played it, but uh, some days you get up and your hands feel real thick. I like to always feel thin, and and some days you you know your mannerisms just by the way you walk and the way you think is is much faster than the day before, and then you feel uncomfortable because maybe it's windy today and it was calm yesterday, or maybe the greens are harder today or firmer today than they were yesterday. Or maybe you don't get off to the right type of start on the golf course and you lose a little confidence that way. But you see, it's a little bit unlike most sports because you're, you're four different days. So you have four different events that you have to motivate yourself for each day with four different types of conditions to negotiate. So that, that's what makes it a little bit you know, unusual compared to the other things that uh, basically happen very quickly just in one day. I've always felt that the golfers like yourself, Nicholas Palmer, Trevino, others that came from almost a previous era technically were much better than today's golfers because I think it's hard to evaluate today's golfers, Tom, because of the differences in equipment. Uh, can you compare the, the, the two as far as from a technical standpoint? Well, the equipment has definitely, Ron, changed the game. That's a very good point. Uh, although I will say I've watched these guys play enough and I've played a little bit with him to say that they are excellent players, but the equipment that they play with makes the game a much more direct and straightforward type of game because the ball goes further, it doesn't curve as much as it used to. The uh, ball is hit further with these metal woods and hits straighter. Uh, the irons are just made better with the square grooves. They control the flight of the ball and the frequency matching of the shafts and the manicuring of the golf courses. So you didn't have to be as creative or you don't have to be as creative today to play the game as we did. But I think that if you'd have put us in this same era, I think we would have played exactly the way that these guys play today. They play much more aggressively because of the equipment they're using and because the conditions of the golf course are so perfect and so exacting each week that they're easily getting into a, a flow. We didn't have the conditions. We didn't have the equipment. So we had to be a, a little bit more creative. But I, I really think that technically and fundamentally, they're very good at what they do. It's just that... Uh, Oh, I don't know. It's just a different game, you know, and, and I think that's fine. Switching gears for just a second, did you ever imagine when you came on the Pro Golf Tour back in 1965 that the business of golf, both for, uh, from an athlete standpoint as well as from a tournament standpoint and just overall in golf, would be as big as it is today? No, no. Well, let's put it in perspective. It has just gone by leaps and bounds, and, and, you know, it's the only sport that you're paid by commission only. You are basically paid by how well you play the game. There's uh, outside endorsements, but uh, generally speaking, these guys don't renegotiate their contract halfway through the <laughs> uh, halfway through the season. How hard is it to exist uh, in the sport today if you're a young golfer coming up because of the expenses that are involved? Uh, is it harder than what it was when you got on the tour? Oh, I don't know if it's any harder. There's a lot of things that are out there today that we didn't have that I think are great. They have a fitness trailer. Sentinel Hospital puts out, provides fitness trailers for all the tours, you know, that 
help these guys, you know, if they do get hurt, you know, get back into the game quicker or they exercise a lot more. The availability of equipment and strengthening and flexibility is there for them, you know. It, they're just more professional about the way they approach the game. I mean, they, they walk into the clubhouse now with a briefcase, you know, and, uh, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're just very serious about what they're doing, and they're just kind of like robots, you know. They just go about it. It's, it's more trainings involved, more outside physical training than the actual, I think, uh, side of really practicing. When you take a, a look at today's uh, young golfer coming up, uh, you came up, of course, through the college uh, system. But uh, what about the road? Is that still the best road for a golfer to make it to the Pro Tour? Well, I think it's very important because uh, in the college system, if you think about it, you know, you're going to play against those same guys the rest of your life. Uh, and, you know, the teaching techniques have opened up 